Okay. Papa. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chinket wants to know. This I forget this which chapter already, which episode. I think it's episode five. Should be five already. Yeah, the fifth person. It's going to be my episode. I'm happy. It's good. And this actually. Okay. Actually, now that I think of it, I have met a lot of people that I'm very, very interested that I wanted to like talk to them and get to know them more. Oh, good me, good me. Okay, so I have written down things that I want to share uh, to the audience. So I'll give a, sh- a short introduction to uh, the viewers here, the listeners here. So ladies and gentlemen, this is a man with a very cheeky and mischievous energy around him. And uh, it's it's often fun to have uh it's often fun to have him around. But please, don't let his appearance fool you. He's one of the most intelligent person that I met. Uh-huh. Really, very humble, intelligent, and sometimes out of place. I don't think he's his his. Sometimes his mind is wander around, and I really really appreciate it because sometimes I can. I... <laughs> yeah. So um, Imran. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Imran. Nice to meet you. I've known CK for a very long time. You met um, at uh, Toastmaster, is it? When is it? Uh? I think that was 2008. No, not 18. 2016. Yeah, around 2016 to 17. And 18. Years ago. Damn. 16 onwards. Yeah. Six years. I, I didn't know that. Okay. Damn. Time flies, don't it, CK? Mm-hmm. Time flies. Yeah. From college to here we are. Mm-hmm. So, oh, anyways, mm. I'm a psychology student still doing my studies. I also do part-time, you know, grab and dog daycare. And now a little shout out to volunteering to help for the sunrise program of Okay. Embrace Autism Malaysia. E-A-M. Yeah. <laughs> you want to tell us more about that? No, you say the, the things behind. I have no idea what is that. It's uh, basically an autism program where like you can become... There's, there's autism? Some, yeah. Become autism. Not become autism. <laughs> Embrace autism. Okay, please please do share more because I, I, I'm aware that's, uh, the, that I'm aware of people having that, uh, that growing up, right? But, uh, so what is this organization or what is this movement for? This, okay, this organization basically is like a support um, organization mm-hmm. to uh, families with children that are the, uh, gifted with special kids. Special kids that think differently, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but that, you know, that we call them auti- uh, autistic. Mm-hmm. No, but autism is a very varying range because I too have family that is of that category but you know what they, are, they still communicate and they think differently it's yeah, just yeah. they are mm, okay can you are, are you are you uh can't can you explain more about the uh, in like what is autism and what does this when you say help right what is the help uh, in in like what's the action that you guys are taking okay so the help that we are doing uh, with this sunrise program is mm-hmm. basically uh they train volunteers that willingly uh, volunteer join this program the mm-hmm. sunrise program mm-hmm. will be like a buddy or mentor to this uh, young uh, autistic kid 
Oh. And it doesn't have to be autistic. Sometimes sometimes it could be ADHD or mm. hyperactive. Mm. It just takes a lot of energy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's depending on the case and they'll train you according to the kid that they assign you to a certain family and you can earn as well through that like a little side income if you have the patience for it and you can learn. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I didn't know that pay. But if, if there's a small incentive, that's definitely going to like... It's more rewarding to the one who is spending their time and uh, energy and loving their heart to to the people in needs. Especially, yeah, exactly. especially I think uh, this group of people, especially like uh, autisms and uh, ADHD, is very very less representative. Mm. Because I didn't know, I didn't know all, I didn't know about autism, I didn't know about ADHD until uh, when I start uh, learning about self help uh, and stuff like that. Then suddenly, like, people talk about ADHD, people talk about depression, people talk about... I mean, I, I was exposed to ADHD, depression, um, like, um, bipolar and stuff like that. So, that's... It's only when I actively go sick for, sick for them, uh, like, sick for all these uh, words, then only I get to know them. So, yeah, it's, it's, I would say they are misrepresented mis- or less represented. I mean, I'm not surprised because if you think about it, right, like only since MCO started, now we actually look at mental health as a genuine issue that goes around among us, even families or anything. It's all how we do mental health. Before MCO, is it not as uh, obvious or like more uh, apparent? Well, okay, for example, for a quick example, uh, and a personal example uh, would be... uh, before this, like let's say 2015, when I just finished SPM, uh, usually when we, people say they want to study psychology, it's usually met, for a lot of the psychology students, they know, they met with a lot of, why the hell do you want to study psychology? It's such an odd yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, it's not, is it a science or is it an arts thing? Oh, you want to counsel people? Like, and they always often use sentence like, oh, you want to work at Tanjong Rangputan, is it? You want to go... Oh, is psych- it there? <laughs> uh, because the, the, the first... Actually, this is one of the questions I want to ask you along the way because uh, I want to ask like, what's the most common misconception that the, that the people have for psychology students, especially psychologists? So the for me, the first one that I frequently listen is to uh, sorry, frequently get is uh, for psychology students is why you want to you can read people mind now. That's that's yeah. the I I think that's the very low low kind of question and just get out get it out of the way first. This is the most basic of yeah, the, the question. Like, be honest. Yes. To be honest, it's the most basic, and it's like, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> yes, I can read mine. I can read that you want to eat things right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's astrology part of the psychology and all that. It's like, oh, no, no. <laughs> no, not yet. It's a pseudoscience. That's a pseudoscience. Pseudoscience, okay. but pseudo is it? Pseudoscience means uh-huh. that it's like, um not. It's like it's like pseudoscience. It's like um, Chinese medicine. Well, what lah. Chinese medicine to some degree, mm-hmm. or um, hypnotism. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's something that you cannot prove, like in 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 physical. That is yeah. It's there's there's some mystical element to okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Makes sense. I understand. That's so cool. You know, mystic or you know maybe undiscovered yet or unexplored, unquantifiable mm-hmm. yet. You know, yeah, who yeah, knows? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Future just spitballing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, going back to the to the first question is the the autism or the yeah, yeah. the autism the autism or the psychology students <laughs> the autism part first, then psychology students the second. 
Okay, what, what, what's the question that I asked again uh, about the autism one? Uh, oh yeah, how, how do you get in touch with this uh, organization again? Oh, um... To be honest, I can't really recall myself. I, all I remember was the feeling of like, oh, you know what, I want to earn some money. Yeah, me And sense. I also want to volunteer, but I want to see what can I volunteer that, you know... Because like, I do volunteering in my own free time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the time of, just a quick shout out, it's the time of Ramadan. If you have no money to give, you can use your time as a youth, you know. Pakailah masa tu untuk buat kerja halal lah, rather than buat bodoh. There's another one that I want to go through today. is actually like, because I, as a, Ch- a Malaysian Chinese, I mm. stay in Malaysia. I grew up in stay, stay in Malaysia for like 30 years right now. And I have n- roughly know nothing about uh, Muslims, especially like I, I saw uh, my Muslim friends constantly like go prayers in the mosque, like every Friday I have uh, prayers and stuff like that. But I have no idea like um, like today when I call my uh, Muslim friends, a very close buddy of mine, Afik, and so I asked whether you want to come and uh, we just walk around, uh, do our casual walking, and I want to catch up with him. And he said, no, I cannot, I have, uh, I have prayers today. And then I said, okay, no, prayers not normally take like 15, 20 minutes. I mean, that, that's what I experienced. And, but he told me he have like three different types of uh, prayers. It's just like two, five and 20, 23, I think. I have, then I was like, what is this? <laughs> I have no idea, this is very new to me. Five? Why got five? I, know, I, I don't know. I, I, might, I might butcher the number. I might butcher the number. But it's like... Two, four, maybe I, 23 lah. Yeah, yeah. Two, I, four, I, I, I think two, that one. So, so I have... I I want you to explain to me because I have no idea what no, it's like. can, can. Don't worry. You know, just... That's a very valid question to ask and I would say it's very brave of my good friend here, CK, to ask because, you know, this is a problem in Malaysia. Uh, back then, all our grandparents were talking, oh, we all know each other and all that. And look now, look at this generation. We mm-hmm. barely know each other's religion and all that. Exactly, exactly. This is the point that uh, I... That came to me until I wanted to talk to you. Well, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit well read in the English version, I would say. So I'm not that qualified yet to speak on it. But mm-hmm. I will get my best notes of my studies of Islam. Yeah. So it's, uh, for me, it's best to roughly know something then totally don't know about something okay so what your friend was referring to is <clears throat> the 2 4 and 23 he was referring to um okay the 2 is the one that he's doing i'm assuming that is the prayer he does before the masjid or the prayers it's like an optional prayer that you could do mm-hmm. usually it's done usually in every prayer like in the mosque or like you know and then, so that's only two. So that's optional. You can do it or not to do it. You can just go straight into the prayer, mm-hmm. which is four. Two, which goes to four. Four, which is the... So Muslims pray five times a day. There's mm-hmm. the morning ones, Dubo, Zoho, <laughs> Asa, Maghrib, and Isha. Mm-hmm. Dubo is the sunrise. Zoho is the afternoon. Asa is the evening. Maghrib is the sunset and Isha is the nighttime. Sunset and nighttime is, it, is that a difference? It's like sunset is like just nice. You see the sun come down, like you can see the, still see the sky, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sunset. That, because that is the time that also signifies when we do our Maghrib prayers, which is the three prayers. Okay. Uh, 
because you pray five times a day. Because mm-hmm. each of those five, they have different prayer times. This one, you pray two times, like two raka'ats, we call it. Mm-hmm. Like one full cycle of, you see how Muslims, they do the, yeah, what, yeah. and then go down on the floor, mm-hmm. then they stand back up again. Okay, mm-hmm. that's one raka'at mm-hmm. when they stand up again. Okay. So, Tubo is two, Zoho is four, Asa is four, Maghrib is three, Isha is four. So when you, most likely when your friend was mentioning the two, four, and twenty-three, he reached to the mosque. Then um, the pray, call for prayer comes, so he did the optional prayer two, then the four prayers, which is this one, for the Isha prayers we call it the nighttime prayers, and then the twenty-three is a special prayer because it is the month of Ramadan. Ramadan. <laughs> Ramadan is a special month to Muslims because this is the month where. Um, in our holy text is uh, to my understanding it is that the devils the big devils like um, there's devils? hold on okay continue like shaitan shaitan mm-hmm. you know yeah. Christians have satan yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we have shaitan but then there's shaitan and then there's also iblis if I'm not mistaken iblis? iblis is a type of demon okay. because if you go into it, it goes very uh, Good thing I'm also a bit versed in the mythologies of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Iblis is a different type of the jinn. So jinns, like, you know, the genie? Yep. Um, genie from like... That, that, that guy. <laughs> no, not Will Smith. Well, like some... Oh, excuse me. Anyways. Um, so, during the month of Ramadan, the the big devils, the shaitan and all that, they are chained. The gates of hell are closed. Well, oh. I think closed or chained for this month of Ramadan. So, this month of Ramadan is where we also do our fast for the month so that we fast from sunrise to sunset and we can do the special prayers which is Taraweh. Taraweh is the prayer that we can do only in the month of Ramadan. That we pray 23 times. 20 for Taraweh and then 3 uh, Zikir. Zikir? Zikzi? Ah, I can't remember it. <laughs> so yeah, that's why it's 23. So Ramadan, we, that's why Muslims at Ramadan month, night time, we're like, Okay, jom masjid. <laughs> okay, uh, the reason they wanted to do the, the, the prayers the 20 times and the 3 times, 30 plus 3, 33 times, uh, it's true. The, the, what's the, the reason behind it? Okay, that one I'm not too sure. Okay. All I know that it is, if I'm not mistaken, I think my safest answer is say it's because the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessing be upon him, did it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're just following his footsteps. And I mm-hmm. think it's something that he shared that this is a special prayer that we can do only during the month of Ramadan. So I think it's something that goes along that story. So we've been doing it ever since. Mm-hmm. Oh. I see, I see. And also, we are uh, also from the text. Also, it is said that during the month of Ramadan, our deeds—I'm not sure how accurate it is—but our deeds are double or triple every time we try to do good. <laughs> it's a very interesting way. Yeah. So because it wants to teach us um, piety, mm-hmm. uh, piety um, humbleness, uh, what it's like to starve in someone else's shoes. Mm-hmm. Because in the month of Ramadan, also you see a lot of Muslims. They start donating. Uh, donations go up. This, this this one I know. It's like the for for Ramadan when people when my Muslim friend fast. I only know that it's because uh, they wanted to. Uh, what's that? Uh, 
I'll say okay. Uh, to f for my for my wording is to feel the same suffering as as the people who is not the people who is less fortunate. Um, it is yes. That is the basic understanding okay. of it. Yes, yeah. that's correct. But uh, I think I like to look at it a bit more deeper by passing. Yeah, yes, would be that yes. Also, the reason is to feel what uh the less fortunate feel. And also, it is a month that we practice modesty because it's not it's just food that we're abstaining mm -hmm. from. Mm -hmm. Usually, in the month of Ramadan, like good deeds are double or triple. It also there's also certain ways that technically breaks of a fast. If let's say we start cursing out, we start um, thinking dirty thoughts, we have uh, in very intimate, uh, we start having uh, intimacy with our spouse. You know, holding hands and all that is fine, but the moment it gets like somewhat intimate and like adultish, you know, reproductive, mm -hmm. then that that breaks your fast so it's also yeah. a month of abstaining and modesty okay question holding hand is it considered intimate if you are husband and wife it's okay it's fine i think i think <laughs> la, <laughs> i think it's okay okay okay, okay. It's my husband and wife because that is halal mm, makes sense, <laughs> you know, makes sense. sometimes you know to provide a sense of protection or mm. whatever you know, because, ah, yeah, yeah. Is, because in Islam and one thing in marriage usually if the wife whatever you do for your wife is good like if let's say the wife just wants to feel safe or whatsoever and she was oh, okay if it makes her happy make her happy because that's a duty as by right as a Muslim man to his uh, wife mm, I understand so, yeah that's why I provide a lot to the wife it's very important it's actually quite um no. women <laughs> privileged <laughs> to be honest I'll be like hmm that's not bad but you know House duty is like, hmm, it's actually not bad. <laughs> because every money is passive income. I'm not following what you said the last part. For example, for example yeah. the reason why I say that is because when a man has a wife in uh if they're both they're when they're Muslim, mm -hmm. the wife uh receives money uh from the husband and that's the dowry I think. Yeah. I'm not sure which way it goes. I'm okay. a bit confused on uh -huh. the culture. I have but I don't, no idea. I want to give something to someone. Mm -hmm. Okay. And but usually, well, whatever the wife has, her money is hers. Mm -hmm. Nobody can touch it. It's hers to spend however she wishes. Yep. She also gets it a monthly income from the husband because she has the right to demand. Mm -hmm. You know, for like maybe food Expenses, for her own, household. Mm -hmm. her own beauty, for her own health, and yep. all that for her own happiness whatever and all that like or entertainment or to make a home a home you know mm -hmm. and the husband's money is it's not to his he has to share but the wife cannot but the husband cannot touch the wife money yeah, cannot touch her money the wife with wife but the wife can take the husband's money also makes sense i mean like uh it makes sense to me but at the same time it's like why, why does it make sense to me <laughs> It's it's I think it, it instills a simple uh role of um marriage and then like expectation. Mm, yeah 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 within the you know because it's like Islam is like a religion to provide self as a guide to life so mm -hmm. I guess that's how like things work you know as a male female scenario and we're supposed to reproduce in a halal ish way. Mm -hmm. You know, trying to advocate halal see here, you know, even mm. though I do that, but you know, I, I try. <laughs> okay, I think we, we had this conversation about like, uh, speaking of the, the the topic of Muslims and halal, right? Uh, is, if, I think we talk about like, if you are a Muslim, you are not encouraged to study other people's culture, is it? 
No, that is incorrect. That is oh. false. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. There is a reason. I forgot who or which person that was quite significant in Islamic history. Mm-hmm. History. <laughs> um, where because he said that dealing with numbers and science is considered playing with the devil or something like that or learning the evil ways. Oh, okay. So because of that, um, uh, the the the... You know, actually, a lot of things actually came out of Islam because they were actually having a lot of discovery. How come the Arabic numerals we are using numbers and all that? Yeah, because if, if I if I were to study, uh, you know, I backtrack a bit and look at the history, right? Actually, like the alphabet numbers, sorry, not alphabet numbers. The the one to three four five is actually from if we backtrack is from is uh like Muslims who created it, right? Mm-hmm. So so actually, a lot of things that that uh that we have right now is thanks to uh, Muslims as well. That's why I like to point all that it's all of this discovery came from actually there was a before that guy wrote that about that piece right of like oh studying is evil. Yeah. Before him, there was this era that you can easily search up on the internet and everyone I highly if you want to learn about the proper Islam, like not proper Islam, but you can see how the history a good example of a good utopia, like mm-hmm. you know, trying to function properly. Mm-hmm. Um, there is called the golden era of Islam. Golden. During that golden era of Islam, a lot of discoveries was made. It was like Nobel worthy, like constantly boom, 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 boom. Hospitals, uh, medicine. Even um, alcohol, right? Alcohol, yeah, that's why it's called oh, Arak. I, I was surprised liquor. by it when I first. Oh, liquor is not, but Arak, yes. Yeah. Because it origins from Arabs. Mm. Interesting. That's a lot of things came out of the Middle East. A lot of things. Terracot reading, shit, alchemy, shit, everything, astrology, all the science, pseudoscience, and current science we have now has linked towards that time and era. It's just that the books and all, you know, it's all historical, yada yada, political. I, I think it's, yeah. That's, that's one of the reasons that I... Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, let me, let me finish my thoughts first. That's one of the reasons why I feel like I don't want to be in any religion. Because I feel like there's constantly, um, has people like gatekeeping and then saying that uh no our religion is better our religion is like there, there's always a human touch to it and then i have feeling that religion is should not be like this it, it, it should be something more how should i put this uh? mm, spiritual i think there's a word spiritual spiritual and more maybe cooperational <laughs> is that a word i have no idea what is cooperational and something that they just tolong and alone help each other as a society, you know, take care of the society and all yeah, that. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So it's technically, in all religion, they kind of try and say practice and respect different religions. I think so because in Islam, we we are told to respect other religions. We're oh. supposed to respect people of Jews, Christianity, mm-hmm. and oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm still learning. Forgive me. <laughs> No, no, don't say sorry. I, I, so I learned a lot today, and I quite like it. I really, really I'm just it. being careful. You never know on the internet. You know, there's a lot of Muslim netizens. You know, <laughs> I mean, you can't please everyone. Uh, I, I, I'm prepared to to be to be hate by a lot of people because I, I bring up this topic. Yeah, I'm, I'm really prepared, but I'm curious enough to want to know because you I'm, want to hear a quick fun fact, by the way. Yeah, please do. That's like kind of like to tie up that little like Muslim mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so quick fun fact. Okay, so there is Islam has actually also spread to China, which actually is quite. Oh, yeah, I, I heard before. Yep. 
it turns out that their historical trade routes actually goes beyond that, and they were Muslims, and they were quite well connected with the the trades of um emperor and I'm sure because there are mosques in China that mm-hmm. date to Emperor Seal and all that, mm-hmm. which shows a sign of protection and all that. Which also maybe if we tie to a very we just reach out a bit further into history. Let's just try and reach maybe China, right? They theorize that maybe China also spread Islam to Southeast Asia and that region. Possibly, I don't know, maybe. But also, people also used to say that Hang Tua. This is all just rumors, by the way. Hang Tua was a Chinese, you know. Yeah, I, I, heard, I heard that, so I have no idea yeah. how true is that. Because usually that's why they see. Um, well, for one theory that they say that is because of you know Hang and there's the Hang Jebat, Hang Tua, and all that. Yeah, yeah. That maybe is like a title or a Chinese name. Possibly, no I'm not sure. Some historian, I'm just guessing. Like, I could be talking crap right now, but who knows? <laughs> so not enough evidence, all right? It's just all um, kind of like fairy well, tales. I, 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 I don't want to. I believe that more than the education system that I'm being taught. <laughs> you know, in Malaysia, it has been dropping quite a few. You know, compared to our parents' time and our predecessors' time. No, hold on, because- wait, wait, uh, let me start. When you say that. Uh, when you say dropping more compared to our parents' time and uh, now, uh, what do you mean by that? The standard of education. Oh, oh, oh okay. The standard the of education. Uh, tell me more about that. Because I am I'm quite detached from the educational system of Malaysia. I mean, I know it's... I Most of that, I don't agree. But that's me. That's just me. Okay, no, no, no. Mm. so the thing is, Malaysia's education system is, we are quite fast. We're quite fast in dealing with our educations because our degrees are only like three years compared to other countries. That is true. And also, we are still an Asian country quite fast. But, but yes. when, when you say like degrees only three years, I thought they're standard. Is, is, that, is that not supposed to be three years? Well, some, some, some universities are four years in different, I hear that but, most of my friends internationally that their degrees are four years usually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so by, like, it's a uh, global, worldwide, uh, international standard is like four years. I'm assuming so because I heard, because most of the time where all my international friends, they say they come here, yeah, because the education here is fast, like three years. It's much more what, The wonder people, uh, I mean, at that, in this case, I'm, is it both, is it both to say I'm assuming um, Malaysian students are having so much stress because we cram all our things to, to a shorter period of time. That's right. We we still Asian. It makes we sense. They won't make so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> if that case, it makes so much sense. Why, um, especially people I know, friends that I know, is fucking stressed in the study. And uh, let's say friends that I had on overseas, they they said I love studying. I love getting like going to college and all that. Like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Actually, I understand why they say that because I guess I had someone of... I can't understand why they used to enjoy college back then in... Because the standard of education in the US... Uh, not US, maybe... Outside of Malaysia is completely different from Malaysia because I know in Malaysia, we mostly just like the standard is... Oh, it's like we're going back to high school. We're going to class, but it's a fancier building, lah, you know, with facilities and all. We go there, we hang out, we study and all that. Mm-hmm. And usually, okay... I'm not. Gen- I'm trying not to generalize. I would say that yes, there are some batches where you generally have proper class sessions where there's a student and teacher 
um relationship going on relationship connections with the class that's interactive that mm. is uh thought provoking that's uh uh going on class it's like it 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 generally learn you generally learn from the class you know mm-hmm. and it must be done as together mm-hmm. but i know that most of the classes or unis or batches usually it's always like the teacher spoons feed you the knowledge and and then you as a student you just swallow 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 and then swallow. read through the textbook and then like yeah, read the textbook and you know okay no questions yeah i don't have any questions i don't think my questions good enough like no <laughs> that's not true have the boss ask your questions you're paying to be stupid okay that's make your money count <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because also agents were usually typically shy and also we are always used to talk with the rigorous school systems that I, we I... always Yeah, I think shy plus uh, the want to stand out. Because mm. the moment you stand out, you have to bear the 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 eyesight of people and and uh, what's that? Uh, bear the risk of being humiliated. So maybe I say something uh stupid or ask some stupid questions like <laughs> like constantly uh being scared of being judged basically. You know, you know, I I would like to think that I would like to think that it is due to our environment of usually in okay. I've been to a Chinese school. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Subang Hua Xiao. I went to Chinese school. I know what it's similar to like. Usually, the ones that stand out in Chinese school is usually either you excel at something really great that is of co-curricular activities or education wise, mm-hmm. or your uh, class idiot bully or whatsoever. Yep. Those idiot ones that don't do their homework and always causing trouble and all that. The 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 naughty ones, like normal naughty mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. You know, just slow. They don't understand, mm-hmm. and they're more fun. <laughs> yeah. So because of that, I think that sets up the environment. Like, oh, rather than trying to stand out, if we can't get the best, and we don't want to be like looking like an idiot, we don't want to stand out. That's why maybe in a normal sea of unity, they feel safe, which is something that it's nothing wrong with it. But usually, if it's too safe, it doesn't lead. Any thought provokingness because we have to offend people sometimes. We want to learn yeah. because, like, it's like for example, CK did not know much about Islam, and he asked me. Some people might take offense, like, oh, how many years? Thirty? Haven't learned what? Yeah, you know, and they all go on. Mm-hmm. So, okay. it's fine to ask the questions, even though if you think it's stupid, ask. <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. makes sense. Hope that answers something. <laughs> yeah, that that answers quite a bit. Oh uh, well, uh, like, yeah, I think the topic drift out quite a bit. Yeah, I have to be honest. Not so yeah. far, I don't know where we are now. Yeah, mind we just we just follow the flow. Uh, hold on. We we were talking about the religion previously, and then we were talking about the. Let's go back to the topic of like you know you said we talk about Muslims are the one who actually being, uh. Ex- being exploring a lot of different types. You mentioned about astrology. You mentioned about tarot. You mentioned about like science. A lot of that dated back to uh, Muslims. And yep. you did. Uh, we we can cut this off if you if you don't want to mention. You did mention that you uh did tarot. I mean, you studied tarot. Tarot card. Oh yes, 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 yes. Hmm. That is, this is perfectly fine. I'm okay with it. Okay, yeah. so. Just let me just jot this down so that I know where we are at. Oh, oh that that is best. That's a better way to do it. It's like me. Oh, because I know we were from EAM. 
then EAM, then you were talking about religion because you were curious from your friend. Yeah. And then I about Ramadan and then talking about Islam and then Islam talking about discovery and then discovery here we are with tarot card. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Anyways. um, You miss out school though, but it's fine. Oh yeah. And school. Thank you. Thank you. school, <laughs> eh? Discovery. You, you oh, mentioned about education system is is the correct the the standard is dropping is dropped. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, people yeah. we talk about people uh don't want to stand up because of like stuff. Just doing a little what so that you can see uh like oh yeah this is where we recap. <laughs> Just to help you out, you know. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You know the editor's pain. <laughs> No worries, I know, I know. Alright, and so now we are at Tarot Cards. <laughs> Ta-da. Super Cat. <laughs> okay, anyway, so yes, uh, I actually do pra- It's not practice, I study uh, Tarot Cards because I was curious about it. You, this is... Um, let's just say the safe answer is, and my public, this is my public answer. Is that okay? I use tarot card as a way to help people navigate and see and uh, help them deal with their questions. Usually in Islam, you're not supposed to practice it, but I oh. do it most out of curiosity because it is somewhat pseudoscience. That's why Islam usually does not allow us mm. to study it because actually we have been tested because there is some some folklore from Islam mm-hmm. back in the mythologies and in the Qurans and tales and tales like in the books of Jesus and stuff mm-hmm. uh, humans did have magic at one time and they went crazy with it so I believe oh. there was a reason why it was taken from us and all that for example just an example maybe a little bit of a sidetrack story like mm-hmm. you know oh, that's where demigods used to come from depictions of like Zeus lightning thunder Babylon's you know uh, Lut the city of sex and all that like there were magics and things beyond mm-hmm. and the Solomon as well <clears throat> So yeah, so I do tarot cards. I use it to study and learn because turns out tarot cards also used to come from back back to Islam. Well, not Islam lah, Middle East lah. <laughs> not Islam. I'm so sorry, but Middle East. Uh, so uh, hold on. When you say Middle East, is it not uh, correlated with Islam? Make culture? Yeah, it's it's not Islam. Is Islam? But oh, oh, okay, okay. Because it also was um something that originated from Arabian culture mm-hmm. of the and all that because uh, before Islam came before Islam's final messenger came uh, Nabi Prophet Muhammad please and, peace and blessing be upon him <laughs> um, we used to uh, I forgot what's the term I keep saying this but I always keep forgetting it but I somehow remember it shaman, not just shamanism but like animalistimism anima something where we worship like the nature or trees or certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you consider, think about it, why is the East always having better, scarier horror movies? Like we can come out so much more banger ones. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very like scary and we have so much mystical folklore compared to the standard Western ones, which is like, you'd be all possessed haunted ones. But ours is diverse as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like our food. Yes. So that's why um, tarot cards... I guess to tie it back to what I'm trying to say before, that's why I'm using it to study and to see what and how with, um, is this knowledge helpful and also how it can help people. 
I see. You know, as a psychology student also, it's sometimes usually I use it to help people like maybe find some meaning or track in their life or, or distractions that they're going through, that they're curious about the future. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, just a small thing. Because mm-hmm. the reason why also Islam says no to all this also, this is what we refer to as smooth sayers. Smooth sayers. It's usually someone that just says things smoothly so to ease your heart and all that. So I think like I use it as more of a healing modern way mm. of counseling. That's what my public answer is. Yeah, but, you know, because I I yeah because like in Chinese like you have this thing called swamming. It's like uh, it's what is swamming in in English? Yeah, count your <laughs> count your life. Uh. not really count your life. It's more towards like see your see your. Your date of birth, your time of birth, your 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 parts, and then like say like you you like for example the reason example I can give I say like you your son's uh this part can uh is is going to be very wealthy, and then but he cannot go he's if he meet this kind of people he's going to be very sweet or some shit like that, so mm-hmm. uh and then he can he can only uh rise in uh what's that uh, Wealth, if he's if he's grow his grow his business towards the west, so it's like what the fuck is all this? I have no fucking clue. Uh, that is that is exactly what a smooth sayer is, which is in Islam, mm-hmm. which is but but mm-hmm. I would say historically as well, mystically, that if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Chinese culture has Luna, they're based on the Luna. Yes. So has Islam as well. Mm-hmm. What astrology actually derived and also Eastern philosophy of their Chinese, um, you know, the zodiacs and all, and their own spiritual systems mm-hmm. and their numerologies and their time of what is actually just as complex as the astrology ones, which is actually similar to each other. Mm-hmm. Which actually I, you know. Maybe I was thinking maybe is it is it because of like different point of view but it's actually the same thing same same big picture I like to see it as two scientists looking at the same sky and they're trying to make sense of things that's, what I'm, that's what I'm picturing yeah. and I think that's a great way and that's why I do tarot card reading it's like I'm just looking at the stars and just trying my best <laughs> okay let, let me ask more because I thought I know tarot cards but when I tried to piece together and I, like if I were to explain te- what is tarot cards to people, right? Uh, I have to, I don't think I can do that. So, would you like to try to explain what is like a tarot card to a people who never heard of tarot card before? Oh no worries. Let me give you a quick hmm. rundown of the tarot cards. Okay, so tarot card reading one hundred and one. Welcome to assistant professor. <laughs> Not <laughs> assistant to professor. <laughs> Uh, don't know who my name is Imran. Professor <laughs> <laughs> Life, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just the assistant. I'm just learning from life. And the professor is life, I'm the assistant. Hello, welcome. So Terika's reading usually Terika usually is done by a deck. Um but if we go Okay, so just give me a moment to pull out the The deck itself? No, I have done this before. Um... Oh you you actually done explanation to people before on Terika's huh? Uh, no, but I have. Okay, so let's see. It says European, but actually it's not European. There is 
Yeah, Terracot. Okay, I'll just give the generic one. Terracot usually is a deck that's usually uh that was made by Walter White. Walter White, I feel like I'm butchering the name. MashaAllah, give me more. <laughs> who is who is Walter White? Not Walter White, that's the character. Walter White. Water wet can be used, can be caused by excessive trap water in your water pipes. Means no, 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 I, no, no, I don't no, no, think no. that's the water wet I'm looking for. Rider <laughs> wait, rider wait, rider wait, rider wait, rider wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, rider wait. It's um. Let me see. Let me just give a quick reach yeah, on. In the meantime, I bring up the. Website. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is water white that I I was told before this. So it's definitely not not the case. It's not water white. What's the what's the name of the guy you say again? Rider wait. Rider wait. Wait wait. I hope I got this. No, I got this wrong. Uh, yeah, mine. Tarot cards origin. Italy. Is this in Italy though? Hmm. Is it really tarot? Is no, it really? I, I have no idea to be honest. Do you think the whites were well enough to the whites? I'm sorry, Westerners. Westerners. Geographical is fine. <laughs> Um, to be honest, I I don't have enough knowledge to to make that conclusion. But whatever internet says, I just I just believe first. Until I have proven, I have another information coming that proven that is nope. So I can make my judgment. Okay, going back. Uh, let me know if you're done. No, I'm just. I can't even... Ah. Wait, no, it's not Egyptians or gypsies. Hold on. Well, then again, you know, cars have been like, okay, like, ownership of the origins is like really far back. So, mm -hmm. fuck it, you know, let's leave that to the historians to deal with yeah. who did had the origins of tarot cards. Mm -hmm. Comment down below, please. You know, have links and references so that we can have a meaningful discussion. Mm -hmm. But um, there is, okay, so um, in a tarot card deck, it consists of 50. Oh, Lord, how many cards are there? Tarot card decks. 52? It's like a poker deck, you know? No, 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 no. How many cards are there? <laughs> like a playing card. It, it is, because its origin is from... Um... Oh, wait, what on earth am I doing? <laughs> I have this book right here. I bought this for a reason. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Encyclopedia. There we go. I knew this would come in handy. Well, it just, just come in handy that the places that you did not expect. Yeah, see? Manifestation, bitches. They so... are not manifestation. Okay, let's see. Parrots, parrots, talismans. Testimony. Is that literally a, a, a camus? It is a encyclopedia of um Oh speaking of encyclopedia, I have not touched encyclopedias ever since uh I finished reading all the encyclopedia in my house. As of when I when I was a child. Oh 
Yes, I have nothing to do at home. Uh. So I just buy my dad. Back then, I was quite well off, my family. So we kind of like got so My dad got so uh, a whole collection of encyclopedia at home. It's quite nice. I I see the reasons for having it because it's like uh something you can just read up. Like, oh, random shit also you can read up. Yes. Surprisingly. Yes. Like, huh. Okay, so tarot cards. Where the hell are you? Yeah, those cards. Oh. So, ladies, during this the time where we have a small, small break. Da 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 dum dum da dum dum da 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 dum dum da dum dum da 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 dum da dum da 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 dum da dum da 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 dum da dum da dum Welcome to Chinka Wants to Know. We are having a short break. Today, our guest is Imran, the very intelligent guy. Currently, where he is searching for a ter- uh, information about tarot so that he can share to us. So, please stay tuned. Oh yeah, since we are on the on the procedure procedure thingy, uh, I previously went to Swamming site uh for the Chinese fortune telling thingy, and uh, that is way way back, and I carry uh I mean you can continue such I'm talking to the audience here yeah? just sharing a story, uh I I carry a a feeling of like half believe half uh half don't it's like meh I, I i don't know what i'm going to expect so i just go and go and have my uh, fortune checked or tell and um i mean I, the, the fortune that i get is like i'm i having a good life i i know what i want and then um yada 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 it's, i i really have um like no affiliation to that. Uh. I have not I'm not I have not stick to that. But apparently from what I read of what I exposed recently that uh having studying feng shui or what's it uh, getting your some parts uh, or or for Chinese we have this called parts that means your birth date, your time birth time of birth. Uh that is that's the things that holds uh what's that re- represent your life. In a sense, so you might want to tweak your this. Is what the Chinese always say that like if if you're able to tweak your uh, lifestyle to to suit your party to suit your party and then you'll be very you're you're set for life. You can be very successful businessman. You can be successful in life, or even be happy or something like that. So uh, I was not exposed to all this information. As I was child, only when I come out to society to work, like when I do, when I go for insurance, uh, when I was being an insurance agent, I took my exam and got uh, my insurance card, and uh, I was exposed to uh, my, my insurance buddies, insurance agents, uh, colleague, and then I was exposed to, uh, what's this, life reading, no, sorry, fortune telling, and then I, I got very interested, as usual. So I went and have a look, but I, 
don't understand it i think i guess it's not meant to be understand because for me i only exposed it like just now i mean at that moment is a uh, very short period of time so uh but i'm very curious because it's it, it should have its own truth to a certain extent that's what i believe because no i don't believe people can just spot nonsense and then like gain people's beliefs and 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 it can become a business or become that it can change someone's life i don't believe that okay you're back yeah you're not okay so okay what do you want to know about the tarot cards again uh, excuse me i am curious because i don't know how to explain or rather i have no idea what the tarot card do i i have rough idea but i don't i don't understand why people want to go for tarot card it's like um your fortune telling yeah. right you want to read your future you want to to know like what is what am i facing right now i, I might want a, like a second opinion like i already have my direction already but i want a second opinion from a tarot card uh, reader is that how you call it tarot card? yes yeah yes, a tarot card reader yeah. so that's what i can picture if like, i'm let's say i'm today i'm going to to you to, to have my fortune read read via tarot card so it's because i want to know that my is this direction my clear clear goal or some shit like that i think that's, i think that's how i picture it and of course just want to clarify my opinion is not equals to the the truth that i'm looking for right now <laughs> well, we're just both people searching in the stars trying to find the truth together it's okay we look together ck mm -hmm. i got you okay so tarot cards you even have books with with, with stickers and bookmarks all over here <laughs> i've been studying <laughs> yeah i can't see that so, a tarot card decks usually consists of um two types of cards which is the major arcana and the minor arcana major mm -hmm. arcanas are like the picture cards we see in the poker deck mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which consists of 22 cards you know where we know like the sun the star the, the moon joker. uh there's no joker there's oh. no joker that, that's the uh, what <laughs> oh it's different okay yeah and then the way that is it's kind of like the joker i guess but jokers because these cards are a bit more older compared to the suits because um they are as well just like playing cards back then because this is as well fortune telling where they're using the chance and numbers and divinity to uh, see in the future or see what were to be foretold. Because some people say that it's come from Italian routes because of um, the hypothesis due to Italy as a country with the most cards of greatest development from an artistic point mm -hmm. because of their suits. Terracas work is just the same, which brings to the minor arcana. So the major arcanas are like the king, queens, jacks, and joker. Mm -hmm. Minor arcanas are the numbers of like one, uh, not one lah, but like three diamonds, seven clubs, and all that. The minor arcanas are the cups, the cups, swords, pentacles. Pentacles? Pentacles, pentacles. Oh. The one with the... Pentagon. There you go. This yeah, is a yeah. pentacle. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I never saw that before. Okay. This is a pentacle. This mm. is the ace of pentacles. And this is cups. This is cups. So there's different kinds. It's just like uh, tarot cards as well because there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, yeah, twelve, yeah. Yeah, thirteen yeah. cups. Well, not thirteen. Like maybe up to twelve or certain. And then they become like the page of cups, the queen of cups, mm -hmm. or king of cups. Mm -hmm. So that's where like you can see how poker cards also evolution has some traces back to that. Mm, interesting, interesting. So the deck, so that makes up for all those that itself. Okay, so major arcanas are twenty two cards. Yeah, minor arcanas take up fifty six cards. Whoa, okay. Close to and usually just like fortune telling and however way they want to use, read the stars, read the signs, read the fates, or use instruments. They use these cards and luck to like predict the future. So that is the basis of tarot card reading, mm -hmm. and each card have its meaning. Mm -hmm. Based on their picture and because of their portraits that was made back then. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's my best introduction to tarot cards. How so, one uses it, there are certain mm -hmm. rituals. If we want to go deeper into that, we can go into that uh, later. Yeah. Okay, so when you said you help people uh, with, with the tarot cards, what do you mean by that? Because some people, okay, the way that I use it as a psychology student and I hope I become a practitioner of psychology, mm -hmm. like a school or an academy, mm -hmm. or, just something, or maybe just, you know, for fun or whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, I use it to help people to maybe sometimes open up because usually I know that as a Muslim, I'm supposed to believe all this. So I, did the, the, I guess it's my like loophole into it where I... You, uh, if there are people that believe in it, then okay, good for them. Then I don't mind using that as a form of instruments for them to project their their stresses, their 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 doubts, their their mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, you cannot think anything. Everything so much to clam kabo already. Yeah, you know, just help them bring some order into it and help them deal with it one at a time. So that's how I use it as like uh, psychology. Hopefully, like, I try to incorporate it. So yes, that's how I use so, it to help. So from what I'm looking at, it's, it's one of the ways for you to help your, uh, to assist your patient or the person you're talking I, to, to, to have a more clear path for themselves and their, and their future. That's yeah. how I see it. And I think... you. The thing is, it's not actually... Okay, this is why I draw the line where like, okay, like to what degree I use it to, oh, do I use it as a trick to like, who knows, get money from it? <laughs> or um, generally try to connect to the spiritual aspect of it and actually tell the person's actual uh, possibilities and future. Or I use it as a, a counselor to help them project it as a counselor side. Or I mean, this is what I think and how I would do it ethically is that because counselors generally, we're not really the ones that always give you the answers. Yeah. We don't, tell you what to do we're not life coach yeah we're just people that help you oh this is a safe place that you can somehow help sure. you and give you suggestions that's it yeah. you know we just try to help you move forward we're just the guy that holds your hand like okay jump let's go you know mm -hmm. we do most of the listening we then it's not and this is how usually counselors usually supposed to be is that we are the ones that are supposed to be just listening we don't talk much. We just listen to what they need to tell us. And sometimes they don't even need to tell us jack shit also. They just want your presence? 
Um, it depends on what they need. Because for some people, it's always good to vent some certain private things, you know. So it's like a safe space for that. So that's why as a counselor, I don't want to sell it as something for them to like, oh, this is what's going to happen to deal with ah, your problem. Yeah, well, yeah. That's not what I'm trying to do, no. What I'm trying to do is, oh, that, you told me this, let's see what the cards might happen. And then some, they are talking on their own and then they ask this or that or whatsoever and suddenly they start connecting things, yada, yada, yada. They start going on their own and they tell the story. I just explain what it means if they want to choose to believe it. It's just so it's, something for them to go into. So as, as, as you mentioned, this this basically the reason why, uh, why you use tarot cards because this is one of the ways that for them to open up to you, to open up because sometimes it's very hard to open up to people, especially mm-hmm. like new people, like let's say a counselor. It's, it's, it's sometimes very personal and I don't know how to open up. It's, it's, it is. That's why usually it takes a lot of trust and um, it's something that the client and co- the counselor has to work together on to maintain the what if the person generally needs it. The point of it of us counseling you is so that we can okay, you're good to go. You're feeling great. Go and tackle the world if you can self manage. Great. The point of it is so that you don't have to come back. But if you need to come back, we're always open. Mm-hmm. You know, but we understand that it takes a long time. So if you invest the time, you don't have to come back ever again. <laughs> that way, you're saving money too. Rather than go come back, go come back, go come back, mm-hmm. like you're leaving the work halfway. We're supposed to work on this together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. Then it brings me to a second. Sec. Oh, sorry. Continue. Before you go on your second question, is there? You take one quick minute. I want to take my charger from my laptop before it dies. Go go go. Yeah. Oh, now I have the music. I don't have to sing myself. <laughs> I the music background. But uh, yep, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for dropping by. This is Chinket wants to know. Uh, currently, I'm with Imran, Imran, who is currently using. I mean, getting his charger to charge his uh, laptop so that he can continue on this podcast. Very very lovely podcast session. I have a question. Is that an audience? <laughs> Sorry, is that an audience? <laughs> Uh, is there an audience as now or when people are listening? It would be cool like, if you ever get big enough that like you have a live stream thing going on. I don't know. My, uh, that, there's... What's the long term goals maybe? Sorry? One of the long term goals maybe where the podcast gets enough traction well enough. To be honest, I have no, I have no big plans for this podcast yet. Oh. Because this podcast is meant to be um, like, as, as the podcast name goes, Chinket wants to know. Maybe different project I want to specifically for the community that is different case. But this one is more towards like very selfish reasons, reasons of like, Chinket personally want to know more about uh, like you at first. Then eventually I know more about what you do uh, and then what you study and then eventually it's like, Oh damn! I can talk. I can ask you about Islamic. I can ask you about what, what what the tarot cards stuff like that. So that because of my curiosity, I I ask more things, and then you're answering more. So that's selfish reasons. Never stop. <laughs> Don't let them stop. Let them stop. Learning never stops. Oh yeah, learning never stops. Okay. Uh, I think I did. I answer my second question. Never mind. If I pass already. Uh. 
I remember you told me about this, and I really, really want to talk about this. It's you. You did mention about for your final year project. You did uh, research on this thing for in the internet cyber harassment or something like that. Ah yes, yes. Are we allowed uh, to talk about it? Yeah, we can talk about it. Um, I am currently doing my final year project. Mm-hmm. That's why most of the college students, I don't know why they keep arrogantly saying FYP like it's such a great thing. It's usually what most university students do before they get their degree, which is some kind of research or whatsoever that helps academically to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a research and I am currently doing my research on the experience of women on online sexual harassment in Malaysia during the period of MCO. Very specific. Yeah, during the endemic lah, during yeah. the endemic mm-hmm. or pandemic. I I'm not too sure, but yes, that what I'm doing is a qualitative, explorative study. Mm-hmm. Meaning, qualitative is um how the person affects how they feel. It is more like how you feel. Why? Why is it so? It's not very quantifiable things. Then how how do you collect this data? Like, do you uh, ask them personally? Like, how do you feel after I talk to usually, you? <laughs> Usually, when you have qualitative studies, you want to okay, you want to get how what the experience is like. So, you you can for most of the ways they do it is usually uh, interviews, one to one personal interviews with certain questions in mind that will lead to further discussions, and that is recorded and then also typed, and then there is a key pattern. And once we do this, we do this for maybe a set few, like twelve or fifteen or twenty people. It depends on the sample size of how big you want to make this study on. And from that qualitative study of like multiple people that you personally interviewed, and you transcribe it, there is a pattern somewhere that we call a uh, thematic words. Mm-hmm. So we call it thematic process, where we see the themes of these certain words, and we uh, see okay, these are the certain things that people keep repeating. So this must be something that we, they feel collectively. So that's how we find out how we feel collectively, or why we feel certainly that certain that- things. You can that, help tackle the issues. Yep, that makes sense to me. I mean, like it's using, in a sense, it's using data to understand why things happen and how things happen, and then try to yeah, solve them. Yeah, it's like using patterns. Not data, to, patterns. Yeah. Yeah, patterns and human. You know, since we're so complex. Mm-hmm. We are. Humans are complex. So yeah, Where I'm doing that. Like? Online sexual harassment, which has been going on in Malaysia for, I would say, it's been rising like crazy. To be honest. Do tell me. I mean, like I have, I okay. The the only things that I can relate to. I mean, not I. Actually, I got sent a dick pic once. <laughs> oh, I got sent okay. a dick pic. Once. No, that, that just. I like how that just flied out of nowhere. Yeah, like, no, no, because that, I, I, because <laughs> at first I was trying to say that I uh I relate to that, but. Uh, I want to say the the reason I want to say this is because uh, <laughs> it's not that I I want to see that guys penis is because i want to relate to because i'm i'm a gamer and i noticed that girls gamer have it very rough it's like constantly being condemned constantly being like uh belittled and like words just flying out of people's mouth saying that yo why are you playing why are you playing games you can't you should not be here girls i don't want to play with girls and it's 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 very um shitty to the point i feel very bad for 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 the ladies so that's what I the direction I want to go to. 
However, the moment I said that I relate to it, so it immediately <laughs> links to my past experience of uh, a, uh, a dude sending me uh, his, his very interesting and weird penis picture. And then I was like, bro, please uh, stop sending me this. But he respect, respectfully says sorry and then like, cancel off. Oh, okay, that makes so much sense. You know, earlier you said you sent a dick pic. <laughs> oh, I sent a dick pic. No, 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 no. I'm so sorry. I received what? a dick pic, which is... <laughs> you see, you said you said let's check back in the editing let's just do this yeah real quick. yeah yeah i i, I don't think i, s- I said a dick pic but okay <laughs> go ahead check back okay, okay. I'm sure you said- no no what no wonder you were you were you were like what the fuck is this is he just said okay yeah, makes like- so much more sense okay so i, I, re- I receive okay i don't I mind re- i receive and i i have no idea why you want to send like the Okay, we're going to a confession style. Okay, sure, we can talk about that too. <laughs> it's like, oh, 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 it makes sense now. No, <laughs> I, I, I don't find. I sorry, I don't understand the reason why you want to send, like, oh, no way, just send a penis picture to 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 a guy or a girl. Is what about that? So yeah, um, I think that what you did is. It is weird, yeah, people do send uh, dick pics randomly and girl gamers have it rough as well. Then to be fair as well, th- this brings back that one point I want to make earlier is that I just want to make one point early on is that sex sells, okay? Makes sense. Sex sells and then attractions. Attractions can function in another different manner like humor or like finality mm-hmm. and all that. So that's why some attractiveness always... Is sex usually is the easiest to attract a lot. Yeah. And you attract a lot of sorts of dudes on the internet and on the internet they get, offer you a sense of anonymity, a sense of yeah. safeness. You're behind a screen, it's safe, you're in your room. Yep. And you don't know who you are. So you can do you feel like you can do whatever you want on the internet. Which it's thanks to the evolution of internet when we went from like internet two and then like internet 3.0 and now we're going into the internet 4.0 like kind of like a revolution kind of thing mm-hmm. or no we're fifth generation of internet now we're entering the fifth generation okay it? first generation is uh just establishing the world wide web is like, it? Uh, like yeah like just the reading part there's no sending mails or yeah. all that is posting sec- second one is mail yeah connections and all that that is threads uh, and tweets and videos and that's where we start and then the fourth generation is where we start media apps yeah yeah the fifth something that is something new uh, that you guys can search on I'm not too well I'm still learning on this okay like, cause of metaverse and all that and yeah. and metaverse and shit mm. cyber cyber um cyber why ways real estate yes cyber real estate yeah that's what metaverse is mm-hmm. so it's kind of uh, you know that's that's a sense of anonymity that we have right now so yeah back to the point <laughs> so uh so so far how's your research and like what's the conclusion they drop out so far well right now because the thing is i'm still in the learning stage i just got my ethics approval mm-hmm. from my proposal uh, so the background research I have so far is still uh, introductionary. It's still like only like five research reviews in all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually males, because because of that sense of anonymity, males are more prone to uh, online sexual harassment. When it's mm-hmm. on the internet, they can get from whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But usually as well, 
if let's say we talk about, about more personal level, like not even just like, because like girls, they try a lot of attention and the internet is such a worldwide place and there's a lot of weirdos on the internet because mm-hmm. of porn and everything. And also males are more prone to lust compared to females, while females is more emotional, while males is more physical. It's very easy. That's why you look at the bazoongas and the bottoms and yada yada, the biological f- indicator. Mm-hmm. So because of that, and also of porn, our sense of way we treat with women has changed a lot. That's why if we think about, yes, our grandparents had porn and two and all that too, but they knew how to talk to women. They didn't have a safe place so much to just constantly, uh, you know, go on the internet and just be a troll or be how disgusting you want to be. You know, there's a sense of you take care of yourself socially and all that, where we slowly deteriorate, which is thanks to porn, where it's... Porn addiction is a genuine issue that I've discovered from my research as well from this. That we've started to lose a sense of how we start to... I would say that I would theorize that the... Or hypothesize? Yeah. That the relationship between males and females... are Males and females, yeah, are getting more um, distant between each other as we continue on. Because nowadays, people don't know how to... Communicate. Communicate, interact now. Makes sense. Because, because now the internet is getting more developed uh, in the college and city areas, yes. But also, one thing that also my research has pointed out, which is quite interesting, I'll say is the main point, is that online sexual harassment also usually tends to happen from people that they know. Oh. But people it's that from they like, know. That, that so they pretend to be anonymous. It turns out it's someone that they kind of like had somewhat of a connection to like friends or coaches or something mm. or managers or something like that. It can be like that. It's someone that you know, or it can be your friend's friend, your brother's friend or whatsoever. It can happen like that. Because of that, online sexual harassment has gotten even worse because personally, I have been looking and observing certain um, online areas of interest that is more towards the adultish side of the community of Malaysia where online sexual harassment is so prevalent now that it is getting worse and worse for men because men now are exploiting this more and more and women are not feeling more and more safe and they're getting more disturbed and also because of MCO, that's why I'm doing my research during the time period of MCO, that we've been on the online so much that we don't know how to act ourselves in the real world. We've fallen too much to our lust already and we start acting like so much crazy party animals and whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That's why men have a genuine problem of controlling lust. That's one thing that I somewhat am starting to reach a conclusion towards too. So yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I think it's a lot I'm, to take. sorry. It's a lot to take in. Yeah, I, I would want to have like someone who has really really studied in or uh, already do research in this subject and I want to ask him or her about this topic as well because I believe that there's more to explore. Just I think I believe we're just scratching the surface here. I mean, we, there's, yeah. there's more, more things to talk about. Maybe the psychology part, the 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 culture of the like what we are living. Maybe in Malaysia is different from from Japan or from uh from Europe. That that sexual harassment might be different as well. It's very mm-hmm. very similar uh starting point, but the uh, the effect is very different. Now no. So, yeah. I would say that because of that, Malaysia is also quite an interesting case when it comes to our 
for sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Compare worst ways of how sexual harassment happens between <laughs> and all that. Oh, okay, repeat Be- that. You say uh, worst ways of comparing. Sorry, I, I missed up that. It's like what I'm doing right now. It's like what I want to show is the comparison between how Malaysia uniquely does their sexual harassment compared to other countries. Okay, it is quite interesting. Because since Malaysian communities are still at a kampong mindset, that's why there's also a lot of incest and young marriage that's covered by Islam. Mm-hmm. And the uh... God, I forgot my point. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a sign. That's, that's actually a good sign from my point of view. So for me, I call that a chinket moment. For me, because I oftentimes have like something, something along my mind, and then suddenly it's like hey, it's gone now. The thought yeah. fly away. Thought's gone. Oh well, it was meant to be. It's meant to be. Yep. Okay. Then we move on to the next question. Then I think I, I'm glad that I read me down stuff. This uh, can be like a part one and then a part two where we come back to <laughs> the research, the interviews. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I think I asked pretty much every question besides this one. Martial arts. You recently get get back to uh sorry not get back to you went to. Thai, Thai kickboxing. Ah, yes, yes. I've recently returned back to Muay Thai boxing. So before that, what were you? So prior to this, have you have any uh martial arts experience? Uh, I mean, it's not that great. Like, oh, I'm like coming back to fight or whatever. No, 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 no. I said like, do you practice like martial arts? Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I practiced a bit of taekwondo during oh. primary. Mm-hmm. In my shelter, but that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it gave me a sense of like, oh, an energy to exploit, and also I swam a lot. So as I try to combat porn addiction as well, I use this martial arts as a great way to express physical energy, mm-hmm. which is a great way. Mm-hmm. So I used to do Muay Thai when I was in college, because I got introduced to it to my local gym, and I met a great sifu, which I want to give a great shout out to. AKLS, <laughs> Klang, <laughs> mm-hmm. Muay Thai. Yeah, so I got back into Muay Thai kickboxing because it's a great way to spend energy and get me moving and also to have a sense of discipline and also like a sense of brotherhood where you practice mm-hmm. martial arts. It feels great. Mm-hmm. You know, all the testosterone, like, oh, we're all sweating and all getting good and healthy. We're learning to protect ourselves because I think martial arts is an important skill to learn as well. You know? It's martial arts. Yeah. I think... I think it's bigger. a life skill. I think it's a bigger thing than that. But let's put it as under skill category for now. Yeah, it's something that is 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 a good thing to a uh, good skill to have. Let's use that word. Yes, it's a good skill good to have. Oh, good skill. Hmm. Because it teaches you like discipline. It teaches you like uh, commitment. It teaches you like I think these two is already enough already, and. Mm-hmm. That dictates that that actually set you up with a lot of success in life, really. Just with these two. Yep. Discipline and commitment. A lot of a lot of successful people practices like some sort of some form of uh, what's that? Uh, martial arts like mm. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Karate, mixed martial arts and stuff like that. So yeah, every culture has their own form of fighting. That's how important. To defend oneself is it is a life skill that must be handed down from generation to generation. I think some 
it's something that all of us should pick up. Something, mm-hmm. the art of defending yourself at least to some degree. You know, we all turn into like um, Shaolin soccer where we <laughs> enter the world. Everyone doing kung fu, all jumping on the bus. <laughs> Everyone can defend themselves and fight off themselves. I mean, which is good because it's such a scary world right now. And like, especially with the recent case at Tamarin Square, the like mm-hmm. sexual harassment. Did you not hear about it? Should I search about it? Recently, a male was caught in Puchong. Oh. Because he was molesting two women in Tamarin Square. Oh dear. At, I don't know which day afternoon. Oh. He. Approached the first victim by offering to help her because she was a staff, I guess, somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then like, he offered to help her, like, carry these boxes to the cars. And then after that, he, like, sexually harassed her by, like, rubbing, uh, assaulting her butt. I guess, like, rubbing it. And then, like, uh, molesting, yes, molest, molestation is no good. And then he later waited at the elevator. And hugged a woman from behind and like molested her breast. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's. And then, escaped, and then he, well, he ran and then he was caught in Putra and home. I wonder what is going on in his mind. It's like. And like I said, that's why the, the relationship and distance between males and females are getting further and further. That's why I think females should learn to pick up an art to protect themselves, ladies. You know, you're all a queen, so learn a queen skill. Mm, I would agree. And for males as well, I think we want to try to inspire people to learn how to speak, to interact. And at first, I want to say, like, you join uh, Toastmasters. One, one of the ways, one of the way out is to join Toastmasters. But Toastmasters is not a way for you to, uh, not 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 particularly a way for you to learn how to communicate. It's more a way to. Enable you to speak your mind. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more of a social weapon. Mm. That's yeah. Like because you can't always like since we're in the modern era of like we can't just punch our way through everything. Yes. We need to have diplomacy and legality. Like you want to be like safe when what you want to do like there's laws and shit that you need to deal with. And diplomacy, where how you deal with people, when yep. you talk out situations, how you negotiate your way out of it. Yep. We're in a social world, so we have to learn this set of skills as well. I think it's just as equally as important as martial arts, how to socially interact, yeah. and how to get or defend yourself around certain ways it's, from being it's socially overpowered. It's kind of like, uh, we, we call that soft skill, right? You to know how to communicate, to know how to uh, uh, talk, uh, say things diplomatically. It's kind of like a soft skill that it's not everyone have and it's definitely a good thing to to possess this skill to navigate your life more smoothly that that's my opinion and because if you want to the reason i say that is because all, all this while have i grew up as a shy kid i grew up as a teammate kid uh and so i noticed that being not able to talk to people or communicate well my communicate my thought well that is such a huge burden to like huge pressure to myself that's like i'm fucking frustrated i cannot talk well and stuff like that so eventually 
uh, pick up self-help book and like eventually work my my way my the way I communicate the way I listen to people and body language and all those the intention is for me to communicate to talk to people to connect like that like what we are doing right now and then all those things falls into place like all those like uh, confident how to be how to be confident in front of people how to how to be friendly how to all those things is actually just a tool for you to at the end you want to connect with people you want to uh, have this conversation with this person mm-hmm. yeah i totally agree to that because like if you think about it i would dare say that i'll dare say that you know you ck and me we both at a certain age, the reason why we both also met in Toastmaster, I would say, is also because we went to somewhat of a similar pattern in life where, you know, fate sometimes repeats itself. Yeah. You know, or because of society, how it keeps recreating the same scenario for different people. Where you and I, maybe we were both like, <laughs> we were the, ch- <laughs> the school ones that are like very hard to communicate to the other kids, or they're hard to connect, they're losers or whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And maybe one or two few friends. But like we always see the popular ones. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say that from there, we try to work it in our own way. Because as you were trying to work from self-help and all that, I would say that, oh yeah, I also did that too. Where I picked up a few self-help books and then I started working, playing, learning like cards and all. Like, <laughs> which is like a good demonstration. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying? Hold up. You want to do a demonstration? Please do. Please do. Do you still have the skill that you learned back then? Yeah, I have. Like because I like the idea of gambling and... Playing cards. Yeah. And there's certain ways you can play cards. And then I also picked up um, magician tricks. Mm-hmm. Where I could fool people into believing certain things. Mm-hmm. About how... I can manipulate cards to my own benefit. <laughs> Damn. So there's all that. There's okay. Little quick. I stop a bit, but you know, <laughs> well, I use that to help connect to people during high school when because I used to get really bad social anxiety mm-hmm. and I couldn't talk to people and it felt very bad. So I fa- figure out a way that to connect people. I like okay, use cards. And it's like, oh, everyone likes a magic trick. There's always a surprise factor. So, like, I like leaving people, like, on a happy note. Mm-hmm. So, and as a gamer, you know, like, this is something that I could grind my ass on. Yep. So, I use that to help overcome my stuff. So, like, when I don't know, like, hey, here's a magic trick. It's like, oh, wow, how'd you do that? That's a secret. And I was like, no way. So, yeah. And then, like, eventually, somehow, Toastmasters, I found out. And you and me... <laughs> We bump into each other's fates and our lives are forever intertwined. Mm-hmm. Like a okay. Let's make sticky sticky. Yeah, no. You get that, get that, icky, icky. Uh, for sure. <laughs> I can't connect now, but yeah, I, I, I understand. <laughs> Words wise, not, not connecting, but meaning wise, I think I get it. <laughs> so for me, right, actually, uh, feel, feel, brother. So for me, it's actually back then I the the tools are the ways I try to connect to people is like seeing what they do. There, there's this era, there's this period of time where, uh, during my high school, there's people love to there, there's a there's a period of shuffling. 
It's a pure chef, chef wedding. Oh, and I'm very embarrassed. I'm very embarrassed. I demonstrated something just now. And, and then, I need a quick no, demo. No, no. Come on. No, I'm Come on. I'm gonna Guys, do it, but I'm gonna do it when we go out, okay. I mean it's, it's fine, but I'm not gonna comment do it. Comment down below. Okay. See can don't edit this part out. No no. <laughs> I have I have the editing power, okay. Anyway, so what what they did is like uh this, when, this is okay. don't cut this out. <laughs> so what happened is during the the one of the break times when when the teacher is not here, we are waiting for the teacher to come, right? The the cool kids, the cool kids are shuffling and showing off like what, what they learn or on the or I don't know where they learn. Uh, and uh, they, they, they were shuffling off and then I was like looking at them I was observing then eventually when I constantly try to hang out with them but only at the age it's like they, they, they are, they count their circle but I'm at the age I'm looking at what they are doing the cookies are doing so eventually I picked up shuffling and uh, I the first time I did shuffle and then they was like ah like you uh the the quiet kids this shuffle and stuff like that so it's like kind of hype and then i that's the first time i feel like I'm, i've been accepted however very quickly it goes back when the teacher comes there we all go back to our same place right the connection is lost again <laughs> so so i was since then i was trying to like find ways to to uh like connect to the people again to feel it's the sense of belonging. To re- uh, replicate that moment. To replicate yeah. that moment. Yeah, yeah, to replicate that that moment. So, but eventually, now in, in the life, I feel like I I face so much of this. Um, I basically I would say I'm mature. There's a lot more things I can tell, but I would say I'm mature right now. I'm still learning, but, but I'm more mature right now that I don't need a sense of belonging. I don't need to like please someone or please. Uh, a group of people so that I can feel like oh you're wiser than you were <laughs> yeah and I'm glad I'm that I'm glad I am right now so never stop. sorry learning never stops <laughs> yep going back to the same thing learning never stops and uh, I think besides learning never stops I think you would need to sorry I for me uh, I'm quite proud of myself that I even though I knocked myself in the wall multiple times, like I faced like so many troubles and and like failures and all, I still move on because I'm I carry. I all this while I did not I was positive, but I'm quite positive in life. So I shit things happen to me. I said okay, brush it off, and then still I still want to learn new things. I look things in a much more positive way. And I didn't acknowledge this until recently. Like when I said recently, it's like one, two years ago. Because all this while I thought I'm very pessimist. Like, because all this while I've been thinking about what's the worst case scenario that can happen to me? Die. And then eventually things... It's not that... Um, not that dreadful as it, it, as, as it seems. So what, you, you lost 500 bucks. So what, you lost, you lost the 5,000 dollars you can easily earn it back you have the capabilities it's just a minor setback so yeah i would say i'm quite pessimist all this while because i'm looking things at a very shitty shitty position but now that uh, only recently i I view it as like you know that's actually quite positive because you can see the negative in things that's why you view it as positive or more realistically you're not dead 
you still can work on things you still can do things like i'm doing the podcast right now i don't want to feel regret in my life i've been saying i want to do this podcast since three four five years ago and the result of i want to do podcast like this because i uh it's it's a, it's kind of like a selfish reason because i've been helped by a lot of people i in my life i have a lot of in chinese we call guiren i have no idea how to translate this in english guiren is what people who sorry guiren mm, even direct translate is expensive people <laughs> but it's not the min- rich people rare people la. no 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 the direct translate is that but the meaning behind uh, me, the meaning of querying is people who pulls you up to enlighten you to elevate you to the next mm. uh next level uh, next stage of your life. Mm. Yeah, ah. I met a lot of querying in my life, and that not not financially helped me. It's like emotionally, mentally helped me elevate to the next stage. So mm. I met a lot of these kind of people, and that helped me grew a lot so mm. i was thinking as i was talking to a close buddy of mine which is just a few and sometimes when we talk about uh how we settle things how we handle things sometimes i really feel like this conversation helps me so much that i think that if some person in this world some people in this world hear our conversation will say like damn i can do this way too then uh, this person having a same same issue that I have or similar issue that I have, and they are going through the same pain. I understand you. I feel you. This kind of like uh, 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 they are not represented in the world or, or represented in the media, and I want to be their in a sense be their voice. So hence, I want to create. I want to make a podcast. So this is one of the ideas. Huh? I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. You know, is. I want to. Uh, it was interesting that you were mentioning all that. I wanted to ask, like, when you said about the ne- negative aspects and your pessimism, right? Mm-hmm. At what age do you think you were at that? Is it? Be- I was. Uh, I I am not clinically diagnosed uh, being uh, depressed or something like that. I don't know if I'm depressed as a kid. I have no mm-hmm. way to know, but I know I'm suicidal. I have suicide thought. That do was. You do you when was your first thought and at what age? I believe there's an age of uh, 11, uh, sorry, 13, 14 like that. <laughs> Roughly there. Roughly there. I have no no clear no clear answer on that. Roughly there. Because I know, I still remember, I, because I still remember I'm screaming at my pillow and like every time I feel like, <sighs> shit. Mm. Sorry, your next question? And then when you started feeling like the positive aspect, we started meeting this Quiren and like you started seeing the ne- the positive and negative. And what well, can you remember the first instance that in your memory that you can remember? What was the one that impacted you? Like, oh you know. When was that? Actually it's at the, around the same age as well. It's just that I did not notice. Uh he's my friend. I'm sorry. Uh he's he's a He's back then I labeled as a very close friend because I only have a few friends that I, I held there. I held there. But mm-hmm. now I would not want to uh what's that spend my time talking to him because it of often drain me more than I I can I can continue a conversation. 
with him. So uh, that was when I was from four, from four, from five, from four, from five is what age? Uh? 13, 14, 15, 16, 16, 17, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, I just moved to the direction that I want to go. Just answers just keep coming more. <laughs> Do you think that maybe the sense of like making this podcast and like being a Quarian, like would you consider yourself one? Because like you have been somewhat of a helpful person towards me as well. Would you uh, consider Quarian? <laughs> small part of me, yes. It's not the whole. That's not whole. That's not the whole intention. But small part of me, I understand that I am helping people in a sense or rather yeah that's a small part of me understand that i'm actually uh never trying to connect connect with people assist this this person doing something that he or she like or she mm-hmm. he or she love in their path in their journey so but the more uh the the the, the intention is i want to see you happy the big intention for me the, the clear the clear conscious is that I want to see you happy and for me happiness is when you chasing your passion or do something for your passion do something for your mm-hmm. dream that is what I see genuine happiness there's mm-hmm. no money can buy that that's for me mm-hmm. hence if you I, I actually will my eyes will, will, will shine when you talk about your passion and people talk about their passion I was like tell me more <laughs> I was just like uh, if you want to be like the golden retrieval and see the see the uh, owner come back. <laughs> I will behave like that. So yeah, and I would say I would hundred percent like emotionally support whoever that is who know their path with their passion and all. So yeah, I hope yeah, y'all should collab with this man, man. Collab with him. <laughs> It is all good review, very guaranteed, Asian quality, 100% pure grade, <laughs> personality and attractiveness, <laughs> and humor too, great speaker, <laughs> very bubbly character, think of a happy cloud. <laughs> the middle part of all, all the, like, the, ah, no, man, I also lazy to be taught, huh? <laughs> but thank you so much for the press, let me accept it, accept Alright, so what else do we have to ask? I think for now, uh, we can talk about that, talk about that next time. Uh, but for now, I think it's it's all good. It's all good. Anything else you want to uh, let the audience know before we call it a close? Um, do you have a, a, a quote that you live by? Why? Let me share mine. <laughs> Let me share mine. Okay. Um, recently, I changed my code. It's like, uh, like, I think I said it just now already. It's like, do something you love. Like, have the have the strength, have the courage to chase something that you like, and uh, eventually you will be more happy that way. 
That's what I want to say. Hmm. Do you have any? I mean, you you don't have to have one. You don't need to have one. I have a few that I remember in my life. I have one personal one, one that I, I use in my college life. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, the most what the most casual one that I always remember would be um. I never lose. I'll either win or I learn. Mm. And then there's one that I hold very dear to my heart, which is something that my mother told me when I was asking about our financial situation. A little backstory. It's like, we may be not financially well off. We may not be rich financially, but we're rich in love. Mm. Very oh. th- that's very interesting because I never... Uh, I've oftentimes heard we are not rich financially, but I need I must reach in education. But I I rarely heard or I never heard of never rich in uh, financially not rich, but I'm rich in love. That's very interesting. I love that quote a lot. Spoken by a true poet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so ladies and gentlemen, this is or this was Jinket wants to know episode five and we have a very lovely guest here thank you so much for spending your time here Imran and um, I wish that smiles that is always on your face love that always for your heart and definitely joy that comes into your life in every possible way Jinket signing off bye 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 <laughs>